Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, a Marvel movie has begun filming. After all this COVID delays, it has begun filming. Uh, Tatiana Nislani says she is not She-Hulk. Uh, so we were wrong about that. Uh, the internet was wrong. We're all wrong. And uh, some characters that are going to be in the new Hawkeye series. All that right off this ad we have no control over. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and Jeff is in transit this week. He is loading up a truck and driving it to Alabama to come come, come give me a hug. That's the whole reason he's moving back. So, we have a co-host with us today that you will all be familiar with, Miss Ashley Coffin. How you doing, friend? I'm doing so good, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Actually, have you ever been on the MCU cast before? No, and I feel like, you know, like, I just won, like, you know school president or something like I have like this honor and I'm like <gasps> class president you know I will do you right class I swear <laughs> I, I promise it, I promise it is no honor it is no honor no, Stop it. It, it's definitely an honor for me because uh, uh, you guys have all been so supportive and made this cast happen and it's been such a great time but we are so happy to have you uh, you've been helping us out on Binger's Assemble and Pandavision and on Trivia Night and so it's really cool that you could hop in and talk about some MCU stuff with us yeah, definitely join us for trivia. I mean, you're totally missing out if you're not. It's a good time. Yeah, man. I, I feel the same way. Uh, it's it's it, it, We all keep saying it at, at trivia, but it's like seriously like my favorite part of the week. Just like going in and just acting silly and playing games and playing trivia and hanging out with you wonderful people that have uh, gathered around this uh, unworthy podcast. So. <laughs> That's really, really, it's been fun and it's been great having you. And we're so glad you're here on kind of the, the big, the, the big show, you know, this, yeah. this is the, the Stranded Panda show. flagship show right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's good. To, glad you're here. Glad you're here. Thanks for having me. We're going to do a quick and dirty episode here where we just kind of do some news and feedback, a few feedbacky things that we're not too Jeff related. Um, and we'll just kind of, <laughs> and we'll kind of, uh, you know, just to keep up. We don't want to get like crazy far behind on news and things. And uh, yeah, and and uh, we'll, we dropped a Hellstrom uh, episode in the feed yesterday, so check that out as well. You ready for the news, Ash? I'm ready. All right. Weekly update. <laughs> <laughs> First off, we were apparently wrong, as was the entire internet was on fire with the news that Tatiana Milani had been cast as She-Hulk. She came out and said it's just not true. <laughs> Fake news, Matthew Carroll. Fake news. Fake news, Matthew Carroll. <laughs> I'm a purveyor of fake news. The whole internet thought that that was true. Yeah. I'm surprised it took her this long to come out and say it wasn't true. That actually almost makes me suspicious. Like, yeah, it was a week before she came out. Was she like just calling around and being like, do I have this job? Imagine having to be the one to be like, um, so, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. We don't know how that got out. Like, uh, it must have been awful for her. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I would think it'd be flattering. The yeah. entire internet was really excited about it. Mm -hmm. I need an explanation, Marvel. I, me too. <laughs> I, I need an explanation. Because, like, once that news is in the universe, it's kind of like Edgar Wright. I was supposed to direct Ant-Man and I'll never look at that movie the same because he was supposed to direct it. Yeah. Like I, even if they get someone great, a lot of people see Alison Brie, which I can totally see. Yeah. She'd be freaking awesome. Wait, not Alison Brie. 
No, yeah, Allison Brie. Allison Brie? Am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. it's Allison Brie. My bad. Gosh, Brie Larson's the other one. I get their names mixed up because they yeah, Brie too many Brie's. <laughs> too much cheese. Too many cheeses. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm surprised that it took her so long, and it makes me like weirdly suspicious that like uh, something is afoot. Like maybe she was supposed to do it, and then it, it leaked, or someone leaked it, and she lost it, or like she was trying to trying to game the system like sometimes people leak things and then they, they're trying to make them true i don't know it's just mm-hmm. weird she tried to will it into existence yeah maybe she got that she got that vision board you know yeah i don't know i feel like uh i need a little bit more more info on this yeah for sure hopefully we'll, we'll find out how that happened it's probably just some stupid news source pretending yeah. they know what's going on yeah everyone made sure we didn't get it from we got this covered right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was from like Hollywood Reporter or like at least at least where we saw it. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's Jeff's department. I, I'm not the news guy. <laughs> Jeff's supposed to round the news. I, I'm I'm passing the buck on this one. We were all duped. <laughs> and Jeff's She-Hulk Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Jeff was trying to will it, and it's that it was Jeff. Yeah, let's all blame Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other, p- another piece of news we have is Shang-Chi has resumed filming. Um, they were apparently filming in Australia and amid COVID concerns, I guess they had to stop filming and have come back stateside and now they've picked up filming in San Francisco. I don't know if they've rewritten it or if they're just changed the, lo- you know, are, yeah. are shooting different locations for wherever they're supposed to be. Huh. Well, that's good. That means maybe we'll get a movie. Someday again. One day. One day One we will get day. a movie. I don't know, man. <laughs> there's just there's all this like back and forth on the internet about and a lot of it's again through bum sources, so we haven't really talked about it here, but some people you know, a lot of talk about whether they're gonna do Black Widow. Um depending on what happens with COVID, like are we yeah. just, are we just gonna wait eternally until we can go back to the theater? <laughs> like you know if they released it to streaming and then when everything was over i would go see it in the movies like i feel like they would make double the money because everyone's going to be so excited to get out and it's like oh now you can go see black widow on the big screen yeah that's a good point i bet the movies that came out before covid are making bank because they basically have been able to continually be in theaters for like six extra months Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know it's weird yeah, it's weird times. Weird times. Weird, weird times. <laughs> um, the other, the other little piece of news. Again, uh, it's 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 pretty minor, but uh, reports say that Echo and Madame Mask have been uh, are going to be in the new Hawkeye series. Huh. Uh, I don't know either of these characters well. Yeah, I don't really know Madame Mask well. Uh, oh, do you know Echo? Not. No, I'm trying to like remember. Do you? I don't. I, I read a little bit up on her. She apparently was the original Ronin, like, which is the thing that Hawkeye becomes after uh, his family snapped in Endgame. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The sort of like dark version of Hawkeye. Apparently, Echo was the original Ronin. So I don't know if we're going to get like some sort of backstory on that. Oh, maybe she'll have a mohawk. I would dig a mohawk. Does <laughs> Me she have a mohawk? Too. So you're looking at. Ah, I don't know. No, I was just thinking of how um, Hawkeye looked when he was Ronin. When he oh, went off. Yeah. He had that sick hair. Yeah. That's I always look at the hair. I can't help myself. I know. I was going to say, you're a hair <laughs> correspondent. I'd forgotten it was Mohawk. We 
Fair correspondent here. Please have a mohawk. <laughs> All Hawkeyes in the future must have a mohawk. Um, this this the series is of course f- apparently following the uh, sort of passing of the torch to the Kate Bishop version of Hawkeye from comics, um, and so I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens to Clint. Like, does he go off and become Ronan? Is Echo involved mm. in that? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, do they have him just finally actually retire? Yeah, I could definitely see him ready to retire after the events of Endgame, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And after training someone and knowing that you have somebody who's like you and <laughs> able to take up, you know, it's kind of like what Cap did with Sam. Like, yeah. I know I can retire because I know you're going to do a great job. Here you go. I don't mean <laughs> to hop on the Hawkeye's useless bandwagon. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think he's wonderful. He's the heart of the team, you know, like they've said over and over. He, he really is. He's got like that. He's the, he's the man standing in the gap, like among gods, like kind of showing us what the world, like him and him and him and widow anyway. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't really see like if you're leaving the Avengers, for instance, like I don't feel <laughs> like they got to get another archer in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I meant more for him, like personally, Hmm. To, like, make sure, you know, because we all know that he's useless, but he doesn't know that. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Way to go not hopping on the bandwagon and being useless. Uh, Yeah, I just took your hand. (laughs) Pull me up. (laughs) Apparently, Echo in the comics is mostly a Daredevil character. Uh, but she does have some connections to Hawkeye, um, so it makes sense that she'd be in the series. Um, the oh, other characters I find very interesting, Madame Mask, um, she's a, uh, she is a kind of a main villain from uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run in the comics with Kate Bishop as, as the hero, so that makes a lot of sense. But the thing that is interesting to me is we've seen Madame Mask in the MCU before. Uh, a different version of her... So the mm-hmm. the thing that makes me interested most in this is the fact that like, are we getting a completely different? I don't know. It annoys me because it it uh, the the version we got before. <laughs> did you watch all of Agent Carter? Uh yeah, right when it first came out. Uh, right, it was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, in the, I do want to watch it again. In the second season, there was the character who like her face would turn strange or, or take. She had like mm-hmm. dark matter. Uh, oh yeah, in her body. That, was... that I believe that was Madame Mask. Um, oh, okay. I, I, at least a version of her, but it's interesting because they're doing another version of her. And Madame Mask was the lady who had like the dark matter inside of her, and she would like. Uh, her face was like sort of becoming this dark matter. I, I the, little little uh, sketchy on the details, if I'm being honest. But um, I, the thing that bothers me about that is that it sounds like she might be. You know, they're just going to do the same. If, if they do the same character, especially if they use the same name and all those sorts of things, like it'll mm-hmm. just be weird for me because it's like it, immediately they're separating the universes. You know. Yeah. Oh, we don't like that. We don't like that. (laughs) We are are not fans of that. Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) Continuity is all we ask for. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like the foundation of having a universe of the rules is having some sort of continuity. And, uh, it seems like they're throwing out a lot of the TV stuff. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. 
Well, they've already put my favorites to bed, so come on, bring back Charlie Cox. That's all I want. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having lost, I feel like Charlie Cox could step into the role of a Captain America or an Iron Man if, if they really wanted him to. I see more of a Cap than an Iron Man, but yeah. Right, right. I, I just could see him like jo- actually joining the Avengers and he's so beloved. And if they did a good Daredevil movie um, to like introduce him to people that didn't get to watch the series, like I could totally see him stepping up and being like as big as one of those characters. Yeah, me too. Netflix better let him let go of whatever contract is holding him back from being allowed to do it. Cause I remember reading something about that. Supposedly it's a two year thing they say. And because of COVID we're like now beyond the two years or really close anyway. Oh, let him go. <laughs> I've heard um, some uh, rumblings that Disney plus I've seen some articles that Disney plus is uh, focusing up on uh, or I guess Disney, not Disney Plus. Disney in general is focusing up on their streaming because of COVID. Like they just don't know what's going to be happening with theaters in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Like until COVID's under control, who knows? So they are um, they're 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 like planning to do more with their streaming service, which makes me excited because I feel like if you you got the defenders are just sitting there, you know? Yeah, and everybody, you know, we obviously love them. We obviously love them. Bring bring back Defenders. I feel like this podcast ends up there every week. I know. <laughs> Listen, we'll even, you know, package deal, bring them all back. Yeah. We'll absolutely. even take Danny Rand. Just bring him back. We'll take <laughs> Danny Rand. As long as he comes with Colleen, package deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Colleen's my jam. Colleen is my jam. <laughs> and Misty. Oh, for sure. I missed. Damn it! I can't. There's too many. Claire, <laughs> they all have to come. Claire is the best. Oh, I know. I'm so excited for her to be on the Mandalorian. I know that's another oh, podcast, but oh, I've forgotten that. That's cool. Yeah. When does Mandalorian start? Do you know? October 30th, I think. Oh wow! That's soon, like, soon. That's like next week. Mm-hmm. What? We're gonna try to do live watch parties for each episode. Oh, just guys. for fun. Well, you yeah. guys, make sure you're following Stranded Panda. We'll we'll make sure to throw it in the um stranded panda email list mm-hmm. and all that stuff and um we'll, we'll send out in the email the um the, that oh which by the way i was supposed to announce a winner for that the uh the thing hmm. i don't know if you heard the podcast last week but we were supposed to announce a winner <laughs> for a thing and I'm this, one is, behind. this is as good a time as any because we're right in between the uh the things so we'll announce a winner for the contest to get the cufflinks.com stuff oh. right after this ad break and we're back and as i said we're gonna uh, announce the winner of the cufflinks.com deal because i forgot to do it at the beginning of the podcast uh the winner after we use the random number generator on all of the email list which you can join the email list at strandedpanda.com just click on the join the army at the bottom uh is travis horn so, uh, Travis, I'll send you an email because I have your email address. Uh, but Travis Horn, you have won uh, this package, gift package from cufflinks.com. Uh, if you guys want to uh, get some cufflinks from cufflinks.com, you can go to strandedpanda.com, click on the support tab, click on the cufflinks.com banner, and then use code MCU15. Um, 
and uh, yeah, you get 15% off and we get some, they kick us back a percentage for, for sending you that way. And so it supports the podcast and it uh, gets you some really badass cufflinks. If you weren't, if you didn't hear the ad last week, they're cool. They're real That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, they're like, they're Marvel. They're, they're, there's a whole Marvel section on the website, but there's also a Star Trek and a Star Wars and all this stuff. And they have like ties and cufflinks and That's so cool like uh, lapel pins and all kinds of stuff. Um, but they're, 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 the thing I love about them is they're kind of um, subtle. So like you, they don't look super like in your face. Like I'm wearing a Marvel thing. You, so you can yeah. just have them just little, little, little. Oh, I love stuff like that. They have a, they have one of the collections. It's called, I knew it. And it, <laughs> and it's on one cuff link is that is Milnir, And on the other cuff link is uh cap shield. <laughs> Oh, thunderclap! Thunderclap! Oh, thundercap! Thundercap! That's right, thundercap. <laughs> you were calling him. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I wish I remembered the Thundercats theme song because I feel like that would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there was there. A theme I just song? remembered it started with a rare. Yeah. Or ended with a rare. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll end the podcast by playing the Thundercats theme song. Yes. Um, okay, now we're gonna dive into just a few pieces of feedback here. Okay, Ash, what do we got first? Okay, Trent Morris says, Okay, guys, I have a few things to respond after your last cast. First, those guys on Marveling at Marvel's Marvels are freaking hilarious. I'm only at episode two, Cloak and Dagger, but man, are they ever funny. And I'm learning a bunch as I have never really read a comic myself. Most everything I know is from you guys or other sources on the MCU movies. Second, Matthew, that front porch song that you mentioned, I'm really digging it. I'm a sucker for indie music, and I'm thankful that you name dropped them. Third, I'm not a gamer, nor do I ever plan to be, but you're really making me want to be. The Avengers game sounds wicked, and I just don't see it in my future, but maybe I can live vicariously through you. Anyway, guys, you know I love you. I look forward to all and any content you provide, but in all seriousness, I really hope you get MMM to join the Stranded Panda Network. Trent. Oh yeah. So uh there's three things there. Yeah, Marvel Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. I mentioned them last week and they're uh they're a podcast that covers um covers Marvel comics, but they do it in a really cool way where they cover like one character per episode. So they like oh. they like cover a character and they try to tell like the whole history of that character. Then the next episode they'll cover another character and the next episode another character. And like as you go through, you kind of get a sense for how the whole universe sort of ties together because they'll be like remember this character we mentioned in episode two he enters the story here and it's (laughs) it's fun it's really really fun um and the guys are really funny and i honestly don't remember one of our listeners told me i should check them out and i did and they were awesome and um uh, and so yeah I i gave them a shout out last week but uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't think I mentioned this last week. I, I, I did. I mentioned that I had invited them. I, I reached out to them to see if they might be going to be in the Australian Panda Network. And they yeah. just, I did not mention that they said no, uh, which was not offend. They did not say no in an offensive way. They just said they were not uh, looking to join any networks right now, yeah. which is totally understandable. I'm just some random guy sending them a message on Facebook. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> hey, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> I was like, let me in. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. You reached out random to, to join in. Join, join in the fun. Yeah. Well, we knew you as our hair correspondent long before. Yeah. That. 
It's true. It took me a while. I didn't write in right away. I took me. I didn't write in for like a year or so. It does take a while. Dude, that's the thing that always gives me hope is that we do have a lot of people that write in, but like I never have written into a podcast. Like yeah. never in my life. Maybe well, no, there's one. Jordan Jesse Go, which is my favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, they I've written it into them, but that's it. And like, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, there's it, like to think about how many people probably listen that just never have written in that we don't know about, and and I just want to say hi to you all, and I love you. Yeah. If you've put up with listening to us for this long, it really it really is meaningful to me. Our own cute little community. I love it so much. Yeah, dude, me too. Uh, and that song Speaking. by Front Porch Step is awesome. Oh, yeah. I played that for you before we started, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it is. I, I often say it's like, there's a song called Private Fears in Public Places by Front Porch Step. And I like it because it reminds me of when I was 18. Like, a lot. <laughs> like, super, super emo, screamo acoustic guitar <laughs> dashboard confessional <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's, my, it's my jam it's a jam i get it i dig it well thank you i i also dig it but in like a weird like it reminds me of how young i once was like like i listen to it and then it's like so lovey-dovey and i'm like man i remember being that passionate about love before i had ever experienced when you love. were s- <laughs> spring spring summer child again a young yeah innocent <laughs> so innocent I'm just so innocent yeah nostalgia at its finest yeah man I'll get this next one. Let's see. Luke Murphy says, Hey guys, listening to your latest podcast and a random stupid thought popped in my head. They should either use an adapted karma chameleon uh, for the Miss Marvel theme song or Misty Matthew Carroll. That's me. Could do a wonderful nerdy song with it. <laughs> a little something like, uh, but much better than, uh, um, okay. I'm going to try to sing his version of, Kamala Khan. You can do it. Kamala Chameleon. That I don't know. Uh, Kamala 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 Oh God. Kamala 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 Khan. Her limbs can grow. She's Miss Marvel. She changes appearance and shows perseverance. Yes. Oh. Can heal a blow. <laughs> oh. To Marvel. I'm, I think I messed <laughs> so, it up somewhere in there. She changes appearances and shows perseverance. Oh, she can heal a blow. She's Miss Marvel. There it is. I got it. That's it. Together. That's good, Luke. That was, that was good. <laughs> and honestly, I can't do better than that. <laughs> that was hard. That, it is hard. Dude, writing parodies is tough. I've done, them a, I've done a few of them and they're... They're not easy. So I, I applaud your parody, Luke. Good job, Luke. And then he continues, uh, something along those lines. Ha ha. Uh, anyway, spent way too much time doing that when I meant to be working. <laughs> Oops. Keep up the considerable amount, considerable amount of good work. Well, thank you, Luke. That was fun. Luke, Luke, that was super fun. <laughs> More people write those and make Matthew have to sing them. Dude, I'll sing <laughs> with different lyrics. <laughs> just, just of Kamala Khan. Just Ka- yeah, Kamala. Yeah. Let's all let's say Karma Kamala. Let's do an entire album of Kamala Khan parodies before Miss Marvel comes out. 
as, as a community, like the whole MCU cast community can just like come together and make a Kamala Khan album. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man. Uh, I like it. I like it. Next from Nathaniel Milner. He says, I think it's Mlynar. Oh, next from Nathaniel Mlynar. <laughs> Let me try it again. Mlynar. Mlynar. See the L is right Ml- after the M. I'm yeah. Guessing. It's like, Ml- it's like Mjolnir, but it's Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Nathaniel Mjamia <laughs> says, We haven't had a lot of post credit scenes that tease a character. We have teases of plots in future movies, which are still super cool. The only post credit scene I can think of that teases a hero without showing the hero are Thor uh, after Iron Man 2 and Captain Marvel after Infinity War. I think the problem is the internet and the people who leak info and call it news. I'm sure some people knew Thor was being made, but I doubt it was really leaked around Twitter in 2010. And even though we knew Captain Marvel was coming, that tease was still super exciting because it made it real. They definitely need to do more post-credit character teases soon. Oh, and I forgot about Adam. They teased Adam Warlock after Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Kevin Feige was an assistant to Lauren Schulner Donner and quickly made his way up because of knowledge of the comics and his really good ideas. It's so cool. There are a lot of new producers on the newer movies, and they actually started as assistants to Feige, Louis D'Esposito, and Victoria Alonso. These assistants are now producers and executive producers, and someday they will be the new leaders and presidents of Marvel Studios, so the future is in their hands. Of course, I'm only assuming that Feige will eventually move on to bigger things like running Hollywood. (laughs) Isn't he already? I think that's. I'm pretty sure. He's already the president of Hollywood, I think um that's yeah that is really cool that people are working their way up and like the thing is there's only a couple of top spots so like the more people that get trained in the marvel system of like good interconnected movie making the better and like they may spread they may keep moving up the marvel ladder or they may get poached by dc like that's what happened in the comics era is like a creator was slightly unhappy or they weren't getting the position they wanted and they got pulled over to DC and then DC pulls them back. That's what literally what happened with James Gunn, you know? Yeah. Marvel made a big mistake there in the beginning. For sure. Yep. And now they're paying for it. They are. They're paying for it and having to wait. I'm surprised he came back in a way. They threw so much money at him. Yeah, they probably did. <laughs> they threw so much money at him. I'm sorry money. That's what that is. That is he deserves the I'm sorry money. And yep. he also like spent years planning that movie. I mean, he made yeah. two other ones with the third one in mind. And then, like, I'm sure he wants to finish his his piece of work, you know? Uh-huh. And he was involved with, you know, Infinity War and I, some with, Thor, like, Thor Ragnarok. Like, he's had his hands on all of our, like, a lot of the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. he's executive produced, like, most of them. Well, and he also just established what Marvel Cosmic feels like. Yeah, and it was perfect. Yeah, it, the tone is so great, and like the imaginative nature of the visuals is so wonderful. I mean, Thor was also cosmic, uh, but mm-hmm. Thor was very like grounded in the nine realms, and like only like Asgard and but like yeah, the idea of like flying around in spaceships and having ravagers and having all this the like, various strange looking races and stuff like that's that's all James Gunn. Yeah, it was like Thor was my mythology space and this was like actual space yeah yeah with frost giants and big monsters and here you have like your tatooine aliens yeah for sure there's definitely <laughs> some tatooine aliens in there oh man so good as for character teases um yeah 
I like, and I don't even necessarily have to be characters like, oh, like we talked about last week. I really love the Avengers one where it's like, I just want a, I want a post credit sequence that I don't expect. Yeah. And like, that's for sure. I just feel like everything in the post credit. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of some. Like, like, well, we we had the the thought of like the Thor's Thor's hammer at the end of Iron Man mm-hmm. uh, two, I believe it is. Uh, no one knew there was a Thor movie. Like, it wasn't pub- really big knowledge that there was a Thor movie even being made, and it just like there's Thor's hammer, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Nick Fury showing up at the end of uh, the first Iron Man, showing that they're planning the Avengers, like all this that yeah. kind of a thing, you know. Oh, I guess like after you release those two movies, like the the fans are on to you now. Like we know stuff's coming. That's why they have to start hiding like the production names, right? At the studios because people are just watching, you know, and they're getting looks. They're filming out like what Winter Soldier they filmed in half of Washington D.C. Like you kind of lose that, but in the beginning it was just like that magic, that like childhood, like oh, they're gonna do Thor. Maybe we'll get back to it now that they've finished their run of like six years of movies that they announced at the El Capitan Theater. You know, mm-hmm. they announced like six years of movies at one time. And like, it's hard to throw something new at us if there's no... Um, and then all, I, I say all that, but I also like... I mean, there have been surprises in the post-credit sequence. Like mm-hmm. Loki being... Uh, That's the one I was thinking of. I don't like the movie much, but like Loki being uh, in, in disguise at the end of... Throw the Dark World as Odin. Yeah. That's a big reveal. Um, <laughs> oh, oh and a huge one more recently is the scrolls uh, being revealed that Nick Fury and Maria Hill were being uh, impersonated by scrolls at the end of right? Spider-Man. That's a huge one. So that, yeah. that is very surprising. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why that doesn't hit me as hard as something like Thor's Hammer or the Avengers. And maybe you're right. Maybe it's just that we're spoiled a little bit. Mm-hmm. We got the best first, and now everything is, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm worried about. Is like moving forward. Like I'm like, come on! I know I, I trust Marvel. I, I hope they do the right stuff. Yeah, man. You gotta keep us going. I def- I definitely trust Marvel, and I trust as he was saying that this creative team that's been built up over these years, and uh, Kevin Feige, a chief among them. But like, I he seems like a really giving guy, and I hope he's done a good job of like training up people under him yeah 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 he started out like we were talking about last week as a um as a lower tier producer or whatever and like yeah he worked on like the first x-men movies right yes that's right Mm -hmm. and so uh you know i just imagine that's going to be um like he, he probably has a heart for making sure that he spots talent and brings them through that system you know yeah but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's a real jackass. Nah. <laughs> we would have heard about it by now. Uh, you never know. <laughs> never know. Uh, anyway, let's grab this last one. I'll, I'll, I'll read this one. Jordan Metro says, hey, guys. So I know we're all super hyped for WandaVision. And one of the things that makes this show so cool is that it mixes the MCU with classic sitcoms. However, I think it would be hilarious to see a workplace comedy in the MCU, even though it would never happen. (laughs) 
Something like <laughs> Office or Parks and Rec creation, uh, but with MCU characters, uh, would be unbelievably hilarious. What would you propose as the MCU's workplace comedy? Uh, what characters do you include, and where do they work? I feel like a show of Scourge working as a gatekeeper of the Bifrost uh, would be pretty great because you could have all kinds of characters passing through, plus Scourge uh, had some pretty funny moments in Ragnarok. If only he was still alive. <laughs> uh, Your Canadian fan, Jordan. Hey, thank you, Jordan. Thank you for being our hey, Canadian Jordan. fan. Uh, yeah, so, okay. W- what do you think? Workplace. Workplace. Well, it would definitely be like, uh, I think Drax. <laughs> I just like keep picturing Drax just trying to like, you know, a day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> Dance <laughs> like, dress. you know, I just like imagine trying to work and just hearing him laughing in the background about something stupid <laughs> that somebody <laughs> said. Yeah. <laughs> just being that guy who like puts his hands on all the donuts. I've never worked in an office <laughs> and the guy that puts his hand on, on all the donuts is not a guy that I realized existed. <laughs> It's like not that one, not that one, not oh, not that. No, I'll take that one. I'm like, you just touched all of them. You look first, and then you pick it up. Ugh. Oh, you mean donut chicken? I do that. That's I am that guy. No, <laughs> you gotta check your donuts. Check them with your eyeballs. <laughs> no, you gotta see if they're supple. <laughs> <laughs> Get my good little pat. <laughs> you gotta spank every donut as you pass. <laughs> Oh, that's the one. That's the one. It's like uh, when you're in the store and you're like testing lemons to, or like not lemons, me- melons. The rest of the you gotta squeeze them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta squeeze each donut. <laughs> Plus, oh, bonus, no. you can lick your hands afterwards. Mm, even better during a pandemic. This is great. Even better than afterwards is in between each donut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I, I got off funny. on a, a, a terrible tangent. <laughs> This is what I talk, like talking about working at an office must do to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I can't talk about office work. Like it's, it's not within me. <laughs> Who do you think in your uh, so office sitcom? He, he said, he said Scourge, but for me, like that immediately brought my mind to Korg and Meek, <laughs> uh, and, and like, I, and partially because I literally watched. Flight of the Concords last night, and it yes. that, that sense of humor is all over that. Um, so that I could see that I could definitely see a Taika Waititi directed like this New Zealandish comedy about yeah. uh, about whatever Korg and Meek working at whatever like help working as Asgardian like I don't know helpers yeah, like at the Asgardian like Pegasus DMV or something. Yeah, the Pegasus DMV. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, mate, you're picking up your Pegasus today. <laughs> that would f- fix that plot hole of the Pegasus that came out of nowhere in Endgame. I just solved it. You did. <laughs> you just, they, they could be the uh, Pegasus Wranglers. Uh, I like Pegasus. It's so funny. a lot. Um, <laughs> and also, this reminds me that that uh, Office and Parks and Rec thing reminds me a lot of that Thor short they released. So, like, this has kind of been done. Yeah. The Gary, always with, like, Gary? Yeah. Or is that always just my go-to? When Thor is a bad roommate or whatever. Yeah. And Thor at the office. Yeah. It was the best. That whole thing is very much uh, what he's talking about here. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see it. A few years ago, they talked about doing um, 
damage control. And that was supposed to be sort of like this, I think. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that. They did a DC version, and I think that's what killed it. Okay, okay. Shocking. DC, thanks a lot. What did they do? Underpowered? I don't know. It was some, like, DC tangentially related uh, workplace comedy. And uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't horrible. I'm sure other people will disagree because it got pretty panned, but uh, it it had a few good people in it. Um, but, uh, it, it did not do well. And I think like both it not doing well and it just being too similar that, that, that just, you know, made it not go. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Cause I do think the idea is there. Like we've said for years, like they make these big budget fight sequences and everything, but I would absolutely watch an MCU movie of just like the characters interacting. Oh, when they're like trying to figure out the infinity stones in Endgame, like I could have watched an hour of them just ordering Chinese and hanging out and making fun of each other. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's a, there's a joke and I reference it. I've referenced it before when Star Trek 2009 came out, uh, which was like the reboot JJ Abrams time travel reboot thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, there was an onion article that said, Trek fans are angry because there's not nearly enough long, arduous boardroom scenes in the new Star Trek movie. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's a funny joke because that is a thing that Trek fans would be mad about. But it's a it's also like kind of real life. Like I was watching it. I was like, this is I want them to stop and talk about things. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down with all these lens flares and fight scenes i want to know like what is kirk what is kirk contemplating in his soul (laughs) yeah or they could just you know talk about the weather i don't care let's just calm it down for a second yeah i I like yeah i like it we we, we've joked before that they could absolutely like because they're all sitting in atlanta they're all working on these like really intense scenes they could totally like make like a romantic comedy that just featured all the characters off to the side while yeah. they were making that and like spend no budget on it because they're all just in atlanta already you know yeah oh. and i would and like it would make probably as much money because everyone would go see it because it's related yeah i want like the nat sam and cap just like staying in crappy one star hotel rooms while they're running around trying to hide from people like what were you guys doing that's the movie i want the post-civil war like they're all on the run Mm -hmm. yeah i want that real bad of course i guess it's kind of what we're gonna get with the tv shows not that exactly but like the tv shows are gonna be a lot longer and probably have a lot more time to really let the characters breathe a little bit so i'm excited about that oh me too Mm mm-hmm uh, well, I, I guess that's all the feedback we're going to cover today on today's MCU cast. Uh, Ashley, you Matthew. are the best. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. This was this was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I put on my big girl shoes. <laughs> sitting up straight in my chair. Did you really you put on big girl shoes for this? <laughs> no, I don't have any shoes on. Oh, okay, good. Uh, you put on big girl shoes. That would be like the cutest thing. Uh, look i got dressed up to do a podcast where i'm not even on video (laughs) i need to feel like i'm being professional so that i can act professional i get that i get that uh that's 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 probably a good way to be but i am also not wearing shoes uh okay well i guess we'll let you guys go oh would you like to plug anything ashley as our guest this week 
Um, oh, well, I will have something coming out on Pandavision soon, um, a special Halloween episode featuring the movies of Sam Raimi, pretty much like his career and like his influences on film yeah. uh, to get ready for Doctor Strange. That sounds awesome. I freaking love the horror movies of Sam Raimi. Yeah, it's cool. You went and um, filmed it like in a cabin, right? Or like out in the woods? Yeah, my so I'm... Um, doing the, rec- the podcast with a friend of mine who is a director who just knows everything there is to know about Raimi. And um, he's so creative because my intro is like deep in the Tennessee woods, which is where they film the evil dead. He's like, well, I mean, I have woods. Do you want to go sit and record this out in the woods? So we set up like an old fashioned oil lamp and candles and a fire. And there's just crickets in the background. It's like beautiful ambient music or music but sound and uh yeah so coming to you live from the woods <laughs> i love it so much it's your first podcast you've produced totally apart from us uh and i love that you like took it to the next level and you're like creating a whole like soundscape it's super fun thanks thanks for giving me the opportunity all right guys well that is all for us we will be back next week with more marvel cinematic universe podcast uh has all the things podcast music videos trivia stranded panda tv on Woo. twitch that's the that's the jam that's where we all just wednesdays out. yeah that's right wednesdays seven thirty central uh we do trivia and we we're giving away a ps5 this season actually that's important to say uh this season uh this week is the third week and we are dropping your lowest two scores uh for the for winning the gauntlet we are also giving away like a life-size gauntlet uh, and we're dropping the first, the lowest two scores. So this is the week. If you want to get in on it, this is the last chance to like yeah. get in on it without missing uh, any points. If that makes sense. So our prizes are fire this season. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping we can keep doing that. Like the like it'd be really great if we could if the thing grows and more people come and more people do the subscription thing, the Jeff to Jeff transfer, as it were. Then mm-hmm. we can like keep making the prizes better uh and that would be super fun because like what if we could do the same thing and we're doing like the right now you get 30 every 30 points you get a raffle ticket Mm -hmm. for the ps5 but what if we were giving away like three ps5s or like whatever i know like and and it's just not that many people but if everybody kind of like you know subscribes contributes to the Uh to the thing and like maybe throws throws some support at the channel like we can we can actually like do cool prizes like that and i just yeah. think it's super super yeah. sweet up the ante up the ante uh and we got the we got the new the new weekly prize coming in a few weeks I, mean, I don't think i've even told you for sure but yeah that's gonna be cool it's because we give away, yeah. we give away a tier t-shirt every week and then we give we have a couple season prizes uh, a ps5 and the gauntlet uh but yeah it's gonna be cool Anyway, that is all. We'll be back. So hit us up. That's actually, this will be dropping on Wednesday. So tonight, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, come out tonight, 730 Twitch. And that will be our, uh, the, it's the last chance to get in and have a chance at the gauntlet, really. Because some people are going to show up every week and do well. So got to get Yeah. In oh, do they? Come, come, come be bring Bo- it. Bubes and Hefe and Haley Hobbs and um, who else is at the top always? Ah. <sighs> Zach is often at the top. Zach. Zach is often at the top. I mean, Melissa, but she I don't think she's really playing this season. She's helping us write no, questions. Yeah, so. she's doing the, our questions. Um, Melissa won last season. She's just completely owned it. Completely owned the season. Yeah, this season, it's still anybody's game. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. like the top six people are within like four points of each other or something. And like we're throwing out the first two the the the, the lowest two weeks anyway, so like yeah. at this point it's really is anybody's game. Okay, that's enough trivia talk. All right. We <laughs> love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.